James Cook. And Cook into the secondary. James Cook, he will score. Touchdown, Georgia. Bennett loads, goes that way to the corner. Got it. Touchdown. Thanks to Roydell Williams. Goes to the end zone. Another touchdown for Jamison Williams. Shaken up after that face mask out. There goes Cardwell. Straight up the middle. The freshman. Touchdown, Oregon. 43-yard line. Look at Henderson. Welcome to another exciting episode of All Four Downs. The college football playoffs is on the rise. We're already three weeks into the rankings and one quarter of a debate we had last Tuesday. So if you missed it, you want to check it out on All Four Downs on YouTube, Twitch, or here on your Facebook. So please follow up, subscribe, leave your comments. We're all ears. We'll respond to everything. And I'm with joe aguirre and big jace we got a whole bunch of games going on this weekend a lot of factors into the top 25 not much of a shakeup of this last rankings but i have a gut feeling that there are going to be major changes this saturday as we talk about these potential games that have playoff implications so the big 10 is on the spot along with the american uh league as well so joe out of all the games um top four, the top six really i i don't like the top saying the top seven but the top six um after this weekend or maybe next which teams do you feel like that's not gonna make it let's put it let's narrow it down the top four right now we got georgia alabama ohio state and oregon out of those four teams which teams do you believe will not be there for the final four of those four teams who won't be there in the finals. It's going to be all of those teams are going to be there. You believe uh, I don't every single one of them is going to yeah, be there. Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, you know, I don't, Oregon, Oregon's going to win out. I think Ohio state is going to win out. I think Alabama is going to beat Georgia, and they're going to drop Georgia from one to two or one to three. And, uh, you know, whatevs. That's how it's going to go. Wow. I get it. Wow. I'm not a firm believer, and and I I don't believe you, Joe. I don't believe you. If if that is what happens, it's their best-case scenario. First of all, it gets you the four teams in there you probably want in the first place. That's four great historic programs. It represents 
at least three of your conferences, which that would be nice for once, right? Kind of get a little bit of everybody in there. Eh? Right? Is it really everybody? Wouldn't kill you. Yeah. Is it really everybody, though? I mean, you already mentioned two SEC teams in there. Well, because you can't do three, Ovi. (laughs) (laughs) Three's too many. So two's fine. Fair enough. Um, (laughs) And that's it. And that's how it's going to go. Yeah. um, And look, again, If if somehow Michigan beats Ohio State, then you just swap them out. Yeah. You, ju- you jump right over Cincy, right into Michigan. That's what you do. You know, right there, and you're done. For what you're telling me, I feel like last year Texas A&M got stuck at number five, mm-hmm. right? Yep, and that's Cincy this and, year. And, and this is Cincinnati this year. <laughs> I still got a feeling. But there was a reason for A&M to sit there last year was they knew because, again, you still had the threat of Cincinnati last year. You also had Coastal Carolina sailing up the rankings. You leave A&M right there. You probably won't need them. But if, God forbid, somebody in that top four lost, you pop them right in there. Hmm. I'm right in there. I mean, who's going to complain? It's A&M. Same question for Jace. Jace, those four teams that I mentioned, will they remain there on the final four? All right. Uh, I, I don't think so. I do think the two SEC teams win. I, even if Georgia beats Bam, I think a two-loss Bam will get in. But that's a whole different story. As the three or four seed? As – you you can't make them the four seed because you can't redo that matchup oh, again. So perfect. they have to be the three. Got to be the three. They have to be the three seed. But I, I think Oregon, they're not making it. A Pac-12 team is not going to make it into the college football playoff until Utah makes it. That's that's my bold prediction. And number two, I I, th- I, I mentioned it weeks ago. Michigan State beat Michigan. I, I think Michigan will beat Ohio State. And they'll punch their ticket in next week. I'm sorry, man, but I, the more that I see the replays of these games in the Big Ten, the more I'm convinced that Ohio State is going to win out. And I think they're going to manhandle Michigan State. I think they're going to manhandle Michigan, being at Michigan. And there's nobody in the other division, Wisconsin, Minnesota, or Iowa, whoever decides to finish in first place, Got nothing on Ohio State. So I my prediction is Georgia and Ohio State will be the one and two. I do believe Alabama will be eliminated in the SEC championship. And that leaves maybe Cincinnati, which I don't have Cincinnati here. I got Notre Dame and whoever's the Big 12 champion. Yeah. This is stuff is I would love to see Notre Baylor Dame's there, to be honest with you. But someone in the Big 12 will be gonna... the 14. You're so you're you're gonna jump Notre Dame over Cincinnati despite them winning it's, in it's, South Bend. No, 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 no. You're literally no. gonna I do don't, that. No, you're gonna do on. that with me sitting here. I'm not saying that Cincinnati's gonna finish undefeated. I'm, they're going to lose the conference championship. They're going to lose to Houston. No one's talking about Houston, and Houston's undefeated in the same conference with Cincinnati. Well, if Gary Barta's right about all this. Houston's garbage. Cincinnati's a little less than garbage. And so they they don't matter anyway. 
<laughs> and it's a process of elimination. But when Houston doesn't have about a win. A certain team, yeah, but Houston doesn't have a win over anybody in the top thirty, do they? Houston didn't beat anybody this year. They're at beating all. all the teams better no, than I, Cincinnati. You you don't have to tell me. Well, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know that I agree with that. And I mean, oh, I, you I'm know. looking at their ske- comparing their schedules right now, and yeah, I mean, except for yeah, they haven't played anybody that's top twenty-five. Cincinnati beat Notre Dame. We got yeah. it. Okay, but. They within the conference, they're both undefeated. Yeah, that's amazing. So, and then it, it's like amazing. that saying that Joey Galloway, Galloway has said was he's surprised that now Houston's being ranked. They should have been ranked a couple of weeks ago. Well, have. but why weren't they? Why? I let me them. ask you a question. Why weren't <laughs> they ranked? But Arkansas, Mississippi State was. Mm-hmm. Who else, Jace? Who else? Auburn. Auburn? Yeah, yeah. Oh, who else? Man, it up for you. Arkansas. Yeah, you got like, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Purdue. Is Wisconsin Iowa. good? No. <laughs> no, Wisconsin's ask. making a, a late run, right? They're making a late run within their division, right? That side Houston, of the Big look, Ten. They haven't had Houston in the top 25 because all that would do would be boost Cincinnati's schedule. And yep. so... You don't do that. Again, you'll go out and rank all the uh, the three and four loss SEC teams. Oh, Georgia had such a tough schedule this year. Oh, looked like it, didn't it? Um, well, you know, on look, paper uh, at the preseason it did, but then they also convincingly knocking everybody out of the park. So that is the only team that's doing what they're supposed to do. But everybody else, they got so many flaws. So... Well, I, I mean, mean, does really? Bama really? You know, it's funny. Bama lost one game this year. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part, they've handled their business pretty well. And, and I know offensively and defensively, it was a step back. But would you put about a dozen guys into the NFL last year? Uh, excuse us if we need to reload for a minute and you don't know everybody's name yet. You will give it time. Right. Two years. Next year. These Next guys year. will all, yeah, these guys will all be like uh, the first round of the NFL draft. And let me so, add something to that. You got the new offensive coordinator that uh, is starting this year. So um, there's a lot going yeah. on at Bama. And again, every you know, it's funny. Everybody says and insists, you know, when Georgia beats Alabama, two lost Bama. Well, no, I'm not. Let's not, I, I let's not forget that Alabama probably could and will beat Georgia. Which is even better for the SEC because <laughs> you're definitely Stop. putting a one-loss Georgia and one-loss yeah. Alabama in the top four. That's a no-brainer. Right. That would make sense, but it's not going to happen. We'll see. Two your, lost Bama's getting in your, over Cincy. You're cute. <laughs> that Georgia defense is ready for the Alabama offense. They that, are. That, look, no offense, but that Georgia, and and look, the SEC is the SEC, but Georgia hasn't seen anything like Alabama this year. And, but Alabama and, has never seen something like Georgia this year. And you're talking about yeah, Bryce Yeah, no, Young. that's fine. The, the talent level on Alabama is still off the charts. Right. I mean, I mean of course, they've been the top recruiting class for the last five, six you, years now. But here's the big advantage. Where the coach at Georgia, Kirby Smart, kind of an idiot, Nick Saban's on the other side. Did you side hear line. that halftime speech? 
You, you, I don't think you can call him an idiot. That has he's still an idiot. No, but you Joe, can, I, I get what you're no, saying. No, I like I like a firing. I like a I like a speech. I do, I do. That doesn't it doesn't necessarily make you smart to make a speech I guess to point so. out the obvious. You know what I mean? What but, we need to we need to move the football. All right, yep, that's a good one. Yeah, we need to stop the other team. Oh, this guy's a genius. Where did he think of that? We need turnovers. Wow. I mean, my God, I'm inspired. But the players responded, the though. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. First it's, down. It's Got it. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. You go from That's his tech- job. His job is to be an inspiring guy who says inspiring <laughs> things at the half. Uh, you're down That's your 10, job. seven, and then you come back and give him an ass whooping in the second half. So can you imagine speech. if I were to say about a co- like, Hey, Dan Mullins, nice guy goes into the locker room. There's not much to say. Before we get to our picks, I have a problem. What is it? Florida. How do you give up 50 plus points to a, team that no one's ever heard of a subdivision team like samford and then you go out and you celebrate in the locker Mm -hmm. room like you won the national championship can you help me there well trash trash program yeah (laughs) listen well samford's had one of the best passing offenses in the fcs past couple years so so did you come uh, but no, I mean, I will preface with that. So, I mean, as far as FCS teams go, as subdivision teams go, they are uh-huh. you know, I mean, give them a little bit of respect. But yeah, it's despicable. It's disgusting. It's gross. And I mean, Florida. I mean, people like like to Obama got a win against a ranked Florida. A close win. That was a close win. No, that 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 isn't acceptable. The reason why to back it up to what we were just talking about, the reason why Georgia and, and when Georgia plays Bama, Georgia's going to take that game is because Bama has wavered. You saw that against that Florida team, close game, and you saw that against Texas A&M. Georgia's been smashing people left and right and center. Just just destroying them that they only waver the, the down 7 to a, a, a Tennessee team, come back, and, and they scored 41. So, I mean, I, that's the only time Georgia's back was up against the wall. I mean, th- that's why I got Bama uh, not winning against Georgia. Whoa, how do we get all the way over there? I mean, um, I'm a Florida sucks. Now. Um, right. You still lost me there, but okay. Um, Florida sucks, and Bama only barely beat Florida. Okay. Oh, I see your point now. Yes. I got it. I got it. All right. Too easy. But um, um, UT Martin, you guys know UT Martin. Anybody familiar with that program? UT Martin. How about Western Carolina? No. Yeah. No Mercer. Yeah, I've heard of Mercer. Teams. You've yeah. heard of Mercer. Yeah. yeah. Heard of them. Uh, how about Chattanooga? You guys yeah. know Chattanooga. These are all teams that lit up Sanford, by the way. Sanford's four and six. They're fifth in the Southern Conference. Okay? <laughs> the, 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 uh, the most points they had put up in a game this year was 48. 
mm-hmm. against Eastern Tennessee State. They put up 52 on Dan Mullins and company. I've been saying it since we started doing this show that that guy's a trash dumpster. He should be working at a sanitary sanitation plant handling <laughs> garbage because that's what Dan Mullins is. Garbage. I mean, well, after what, that performance is, on Saturday, you, you're absolutely right. What does Florida, what do the boosters at Florida need to see to realize that Dan Mullins has poisoned what was a once great college football program? What is it going to mm-hmm. take? I know they sort of cleaned house on him. What's next? Well, last year he was that close to getting in the college football playoffs. So I don't think you well, – I wish I mean, you had a different answer for him. But, um, hey, real quick, before we get to our picks, uh, Sandra Royal Sanchez, thank you for supporting our show. And the question he asks is, can you please, guys, explain how the rankings go, please? What's the criteria based on, and do you guys agree with it? For example, should UTSA deserve to be in the top – you should, probably would say top 25 because they're undefeated. Holla at me. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, as far as UTSA from San Antonio, they do not deserve to be in the top four. And, yeah, they're undefeated. But, look, th- those are the programs and those conferences that I consider as subdivision, right? They don't play nobody. Their strength of schedule is probably, like, in the bottom 100s, okay? But if you're putting that division – or that conference in the top 25, then they start picking out the Sun the Sun Belt Conference because you have teams like Louisiana, Appalachian State, that deserve, because they ain't playing high-quality football, deserve to be in the top 25, and they're not in. Now, you ask us, do you agree? Well, if you tune into Tuesday's um, aftermath on the top 25, we all disagree on how the top 25 was formed, right? Because... There is no criteria, no matter how you explain it. When you say you look at head-to-head, but then you have Michigan on top of Michigan State, knowing that Michigan State already had beaten Michigan. And I don't want to fire up Joe because Joe was fired up Tuesday in the evening. So please, please, Sander, please don't get, don't let him start, please. But there is no criteria. No, it's There is no up. such right. thing as strength of schedule. And no one's taking consideration of the teams they beat in the top 25, right? So you do have schools that beat in top 25 teams and not looked at as to become a top 25. And to answer your question, the only thing they got right is having Georgia at number one. Everybody else, they're not placed correctly. Um, I just I would like to make one more point about Samford. They hadn't beaten an SEC team since 1934. I just – it's one of those stats that you can't unsee. You know what I mean? Uh, like 80 what years of SEC dominance. Joe. There's Dan Mullen, <laughs> the trash dumpster he is. Uh, the college football power rankings are similar to figure skating in that it's all very interpretive. You know what I mean? Uh I suppose you award, you could say the strength of schedule is like, you know, you check like, oh, triple axle. Uh, boom. Did the triple axle. Now what? Now the rest of the program, you know, again, if I'm a Russian judge, you're getting like a 9.6. You know, mm, it's absolutely. that kind of stuff. 
that's what this comes down to. And again, if there is any criteria to this and you want to talk about strength of schedule, again, Houston has specifically not been ranked in order to make Cincinnati look like a worse program with less quality wins, while everybody in the SEC who's over 500 has had a shot at the the top 25 at some point or another, especially if you've got Bama coming up this week. You got Bama coming up this week? Welcome to the top 25. That's kind of how this works. And again, it's meant you're you're, – because here's why – this is what makes me angry and why I get mad is, again, in theory – Ovi, right? One should beat two, two should beat three, three should be four. That's the right. order that you would think that we're ranking them in, right? Mm-hmm. Which is why you take a team like the University of Texas, San Antonio. Dude, don't even rank them. Let's get serious. The, no one is ranking them in anything, and that's fine because who have they beaten? Nobody. There being nobody that's qual- that have a uh, quality anything. Any, I mean, I haven't heard some okay. of these schools. So, but um, listen, it's a bummer. No, I, I brought up this point before. I need to see it. I need to see them play a, 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 a someone in the top twenty-five to to know exactly how they're undefeated. They're taking care of. Stuff. You want to talk about strength of schedule? The schedule's built twenty years in advance. How are you supposed to know what teams are good here and then? So I, absolutely I, I don't right. get it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, right. and again, just the same, just the same, Jace. We assume every year that the SEC teams are all really good, and it's never how it works out. Yeah. It's only news when we all talk about it, and it, this is news because it brings everyone to talk about the top twenty-five. Because we're always going to react, you know, and that and, and that's what makes us like to watch college football. Because I like to watch college football. I like to see that my point is right i like to know that my bets are on point even though last week was a bad week for me but um it gets everybody talking and everybody knows everybody knows who should be in the rankings but again it's just like what joe said the the more we talk about this the more i'm convinced that it's fixed it really is because like you said joe oh we're now playing against Alabama, like Arkansas, who should not be in the top 25. Oh, by the way, you're playing Alabama this week. Oh, you're ranked number 24 or 23. I think they're 21 right now or something like that. But they weren't ranked last week, but they're there now. And then you still got Mississippi State at 25, which they lost four games. So uh, it is what it is. But, hey, let's move on. And, again, more reactions on the top 25 coming Tuesday after the announcement. We'll be live with our reaction and compare our top 25 and also visit hhwshow.com with my unofficial rankings. But, hey, let's start with our picks. This is all straight up, no spreads, no nothing. I like your point across on this. And we start with our first game, Iowa State at Oklahoma. Oklahoma coming with a loss from Baylor. They're looking to bounce back. They dropped to the mid top 25 i think they're like 13 or 14 or something like that but hey who cares now they're playing iowa state who you got joe i'm gonna take iowa state here i feel like uh you know we didn't think oklahoma was that great we were kind of waiting for oklahoma to lose and then oklahoma did what i say they always do they lost as soon as it mattered yeah okay this iowa state team is pretty decent i mean they've had a pretty good 
a pretty good year all in all, a little inconsistent. But um, I think Oklahoma probably feels a little disrespected, knowing the country wanted them to lose, getting dropped into the uh, into the mid range. And I think they, uh, I don't think they're ready for Iowa State, and they get slapped around here. All right. Uh, I, I Iowa State's been dead to me. I've been high on Oklahoma all year. I'm gonna go Oklahoma here. But the real thing, uh, the real thing I got to give credit to is with the committee is their ranking of Oklahoma. They decided, hey, Oklahoma always gets in and gets their butts handed to them. So, hey, let's not have that happen again. That's why I think they're a lot lower than they are. But I expect Oklahoma to get bounce back, get the win at home. Okay. I, I agree with you, uh, Jace. I expect that Oklahoma bounce back. I don't see them losing back-to-back games. And Iowa State is pretty much, you know, they're they all right. I mean, they only score an average of 32 points. But given that Oklahoma – can the it, it boils down to who's going to be the quarterback and can they perform? And I think they'll bounce back at home and actually win it. I got I got the Sooners on this one. Michigan State at Iowa, uh, Ohio State. Excuse me. Uh, this is should be the game of the week. Uh, Joe, who you got? Been a great season for Mel Tucker. Came out said uh, he's sticking around. He's gonna he's he's turning this Michigan State program around. He's gonna turn these guys into big time winners. And I I hope he does that. Not he's probably not gonna pull this one off. Uh not not at Ohio State. I don't see that happening. Uh this Ohio State team is really good. I do think they're gonna run the table, so that also means a win uh against Michigan State here. Okay. Uh, I do think offensive wise, Michigan State has can compete with Ohio State's defense. Kenneth Walker, best running back in the nation. If they can just Get, feed him the ball, have meet up clock, limit the time that Ohio State's offense is out there. Uh, I think they can win this game, but uh, it's but I just don't see Michigan State's defense being able to hang with Ohio State's and uh, offense. And I just think they light them up, uh, even if they do control the time of possession. I, I just think Ohio State's offense is just going to eat up that Michigan State defense. I got the Buckeyes getting it done at home. Yeah, I got Ohio State. They got too much talent, and it's going to take Michigan State a couple of years to reach up to the recruiting, to out-recruit Ohio State there. But I got Ohio State on this one. Uh, Wake Forest at Clemson. Uh, I don't know if you guys are even aware of this, but uh, DJ Ugalele has uh, eight touchdown passes and seven picks on the season. It's yeah. been a rough year for Clemson, obviously, uh, going against uh, a pretty decent Wake Forest team. I wonder if Clemson wins, though, and goes 8-3 and three if they don't put Clemson in at number 7 next week in the <laughs> it's rankings. It's not going to happen. I, they're gonna <laughs> adapt. I, look, they got to be salivating right now. Clemson, who thought they were going to get the eight wins this year? I, I do think Wake Forest... Um, is is gonna really put a um an exclamation point on on the tough season that Clemson has had. Clemson just doesn't score any points, and Wake Forest does, and so I my fear is that at the at the end of the day, uh, Clemson will have no answer for Sam Hartman, and since they can't score any points, I don't know how they're gonna win a game. 
I don't know how they've gotten eight wins, to tell you the truth. Yeah. I'll tell you. It's that defense. It's that defense. But uh, I, I – I do think that defense will slow down Sam Hartman, but I think Sam Hartman's good enough. Make some plays, get in the end zone a couple times, and I, like you said, I I love DJ Uyunglele, but he's just got. I think he's got that big Neil uh, paycheck on his mind this season because uh, he just hasn't been performing. Uh, so yeah, I just gonna go Sam Hartman. Better quarterback than DJ this year. So I'm going to go Wake Forest to get it done on the road. I wouldn't be surprised if Clemson pulls an upset on this one. I think, and especially now that Wake Forest needs this win to go to the ACC championship. They win, they clinch. Now I am going for Wake Forest just because that offense can't score. But you got to give that respect to Clemson's defense. They're only averaging, giving up 15 points the whole entire season. That's, that's great. For again a seven three record, right? But uh, I, I like Hartman. But Bill Smith should be able to continue running the ball, eating out the clock, driving it to him. So by the fourth quarter, you'll see some fatigue for Clemson and the Deacons. The Demon Deacons come out victorious on this one. SMU at Cincinnati. Boy, man, Tanner Mordecai is. Um... One of those quarterbacks that gets no kind of love. This guy's got 37 touchdowns. That's second in the nation. He's seventh in uh, in overall passing yards. Boy, I, I, I will say this. Cincinnati's got its work cut out in this game. But I do think, as they've done all year, I think they answer the bell. And I think they win a super tight game against SMU. And I know it's not going to impress. It's not going to impress the rankers, put it to you like that. But this is going to be a battle. And and anybody who um, doesn't recognize how good SMU is uh, either doesn't care to know or uh, just doesn't know because they don't uh, they don't pay any attention to this conference. And that's a shame. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, SMU, yeah, their offense is great. Tanner Mordecai, beast. Uh, but since he, while they have, I mean, and I don't want to say struggle, but while they haven't been, they've been t- bad against the spread the past couple weeks. Uh, a lot of people criticizing them. This is a team that plays up in these big games. Look at the Notre Dame game. I think this is a big game here. I think they show up and show out. I think that defense, uh, I I do think SMU is going to score a couple touchdowns, but I think that defense makes some key stops, and I think Desmond Ritter and Jerome Ford control the time of possession, control the clock, and get in the end zone a lot more than Tanner Mordecai. So I got Cincy taking it at home. And also Desmond Ritter undefeated at home as Cincy's QB. I'm glad you mentioned that because Desmond Ritter is going to suffer his first loss at home to SMU. There's a pattern for Cincinnati. What is wrong? Every with other you? week, every other week they don't come to play. Okay, they barely beat Navy. Then two weeks later, <laughs> they barely beat Tulsa. This is two <laughs> weeks later now, and they're going against MSU that averaging forty-two points a game. Bro, averaging the name of the points. game. 
the name of the game is if you give up 42, you score 43. Since he does it, they answer the bell every week. I don't know why. Cincinnati hasn't why averaged over seem... 40. What are you talking about? I didn't because say they it... averaged over 40. I said if they give up 42, they got to score 43. Cincinnati wins football games. That's just what they They're do. not going to do that with SMU. They are. Either you shut them down to zero points, but if you give up over 30 points against SMU, you're going to lose the game. SMU is going to pull that upset. I don't think call so. Call me crazy. I am. I'm scoring over 30, so. You going to no. call me take crazy? Yeah. You take that? Take that. I think, I think <laughs> Alabama in the SEC championship game is going to put 50 points up on Georgia's vaunted defense. How does that feel? How does that feel, Ovi? Do you like that? I don't believe you. Do you so like it? it? Does that matter. feel good? Bryce Young's going to go for about 360 and six touchdowns. Bryce Young's going to go see the, the stretcher, and he's yeah. going to be carried out with a concussion. Oh, so a terrible thing to say about the Heisman Trophy winner. Why would you Let's go Let's not there? even open the door there. UAB <laughs> at UTSA. jeez. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what? Nah, you open the door. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm sorry. No, Bryce Young does not deserve to be even considered in a Heisman Trophy. I'm sorry. You can't. Wait. You mean to tell me. Wait, he's going to put up 50 points on Georgia, though. Of course he's going to win it. Of course not. He will not ever, ever. Stop. Say, don't ever say that again. If he puts up 50. No, stop. <laughs> oh, I got, I mean, I got a new cool. Frank in this show. <laughs> All right, uh, hey, let's get us continue on. Let's continue on here. UAB at UTSA. Um, UTSA, led by Frank Harris, who I think is a dynamite quarterback, playing his little heart out. Twenty touchdowns, only five picks on the season. Uh, these guys are going to go down there uh, and 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 get it done, and and good for them. You know what? Good for the road runners. Again, I I don't here's what I don't get is like why the hate? Why the hate for a team like this? Where where does this come from, do you think? Is this your SEC elitism? Yes. That's exactly what it is. But uh go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I will say that this is gonna be a good game. UAB uh they lost to Georgia. I mean, they have some good losses. Except Rice, right? That, Rice is a terrible program. I don't understand how they lost that. Yeah, sometimes you hit a speed bump. That was daylight sometimes. savings. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, UTSA, Roadrunners, meet me. Keep it going. 38 points a game they put up. Yeah, it's impressive. I like it. They gave up 19 a game. They got a pretty decent defense, too. So, so y'all going for UTSA. I like it. Yeah. Because I'm not. I'm going for UAB. Yeah. I got UAB got the experience, especially late in the game. UAB knows what it came in real handy against Rice and UTSA being ranked. They're not going to handle it. They're not going to handle it. It's going to be all that they, experience for UAB at home, at home against Rice, and they lost. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. hope they. I hope that was one of those good losses. You know, that taught you a lesson about losing at home to a team you should beat. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. UAB all the way, baby. I have no idea who they are, but they're gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now I did my research. They'll win. But Louisiana at Liberty, this is a better game. A better game. I like this game because both these programs, since the last couple of years, they've been winning. 
Um, and I like this. And Liberty pulled an upset last year against Coastal Carolina. Now they find themselves against Louisiana. I like this game. Joe, who you got? Well, I love this game. A 9-1 and one versus 7-3. and three. Um, If these were SEC teams, they'd be ranked number two and number eight. Um, Here we go again. Yeah, am I wrong? Am I wrong? Pick the game, uh, man. Pick bro, the game. Let me ask you a question. How many people know Louisiana's nine and one? Right? No Nobody cares. Right. Nobody cares. Like these aren't listen, it's hard to win football games against yep. anybody any day of the week. These are real football players playing real football games. Are you serious? I am. Oh, I like wow. I like what I I like what goes on here. I do. Too. I really do. That's I why like we have Malik this Willis. show. I don't know why Malik Willis doesn't get any kind of respect. Put oh, a little respect you know, on this fella's name. What does this guy got to do for you? No, you Ronnie, know who Levi Lewis is. Do you care who Levi Lewis is? He's five ten, one hundred eighty-four pounds. Five ten, one eighty-four. He takes his team to a nine and one record in his senior year. You don't even know his name. You don't even care. You know the backup quarterback at Georgia, though, don't you? Well, I'm a Georgia fan. I better know. <laughs> How about a little love for number one on the scorecard and number one in your hearts, Levi Lewis, taking the Raging Cajuns to ten and one with a with a big win at Liberty. I love it. I love Liberty. Liberty. I, I, I'm with you. I love Louisiana. Uh, that run game, I think another eat up time of possession, keep Malik Willis off the field because he, he is really, really good. Uh, I think they do that. I think uh, Billy Napier just has it all figured out. He, he He's just a better coach than Hugh Freeze. So, yeah, I'm going to go Raging Cajun. And also Liberty lost to UL Monroe. I'm not going to – and Syracuse. Those are two terrible losses. So, yeah, Louisiana going to get it done. I'm glad you you mentioned that because, you know, things happen. Yes, they did lose to Louisiana Monroe, but Louisiana Monroe is also a great program. But let's look at it this way. How dare you? Liberty. How dare, wait, Liber hold on. Hold on. Why would you, you say floor. they're a great program yeah. when, you don't, when you discount they had like everything? They one win last do. year. A great Listen, program? Yeah, they're a great program. Outstanding. They Spoken they're like there. a true SEC they're man. Real football you only, players. You only compliment these small programs when it suits your needs. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna agree with Hector right here. Thank you, Hector, because you just—I was about to say that Liberty's 15-game home winning streak is going oh, to continue and is going to turn into Liberty, 16. Because okay? Liberty could never—I don't know—lose a home game. And they won't because That's they will be in a row. That's a very long streak. And to be playing a team like the Raging Cajuns, I don't know. If I'm Liberty, I'm not feeling too confident that we're getting the six sweet sixteen. Also, Louisiana's I'm confident with Liberty Texas. because they prepared themselves from last week's loss. Yeah, Louisiana lost at home, home and they don't lose Texas. back to back games. Texas. They Who? Big boy school. You ever heard of Texas? Who? That's who, who Louisiana lost to. That's their one loss. Liberty lost Man. to a team that didn't have a win all last year. Um, they lost to Mississippi State. Yeah, I know. It, yeah. Okay. Ole and Miss. The they point? lost to Ole Miss. Ole Miss. I'm sorry. UL yeah. Monroe, They're who did not have a win all last year. Well, let's see what happens this week. And when I win, okay. then I'm going to tell you 
you know, I told you so, right? It's Whatever. all good. I know. I know you say that. I know. Hell, come on. Let's talk about a real game. Baylor at Kansas State. I'm so mad at myself. You know, I called that Baylor upset last week, and then I threw my money on the money line on Purdue. Oh, uh, I know. So stupid. Uh, yeah, look, this Baylor team, boy, I like them. I like them a lot. Um, again, it's kind of a team that just sailed under the radar for most of the season, as as tends to happen if you're not in the SEC. Uh, but, yeah, Jerry Bohannon and company head to Kansas State. And uh, they're going to take care of some business. So you got Baylor. I got Baylor. Okay. Jace. Um, yeah. Uh, B- Baylor should win this game. I do see. I mean, if you're a betting person, uh, let down spot here, maybe against the spread. If we were picking against the spread, I might go Kansas State. Oh, Kansas State's actually favored. So I, I don't know. Something's up there. Vegas is telling you it's going to be a letdown spot. I'm going to listen to Vegas. Change my mind. Kansas State gets the upset oh, win here. Man. Abram Smith going to be running all over Kansas State. Please. Mm. Are you guys kidding? This Don't is a listen to game. Vegas. They're, this they're is a pick you game. with this. Oh, suckers. Deuce Vaughn is a beast, though. I run him back. Look, Baylor lost to TCU 30-28. to It was a great game, but they were on the road, even though they're still in the state of Texas. But uh, they're going to travel to Kansas State. This is a trap game. And with that win against Oklahoma, did it do too much for that team? Are they, are they hangover in that team with that, with that game? I'm picking Kansas State. And Baylor hasn't done well at Kansas State. And the, the history proves itself. And I'm taking the Wildcats to to go out and win and it's going to be an awesome game to watch it's going to go down to where i won't be surprised if this game goes to overtime i uh, under but, listen i understand that oh, baylor hasn't played well at kansas state because you know mostly for the last when was baylor good in like the 50s 60s it's always been good, good no baylor years. hasn't always been they almost good. made the playoffs about? a couple they, years ago what are you talking they're about always good they've just never been recognized with That's why Matt, Matt Rule. rules with in right Carolina right. This now. is a recent phenomenon. Mm-hmm. I, I've been alive for longer than you have, like double your age, there, buddy. So know your role for a minute and pay attention. Also, RG three. I don't know why you're talking like it was like. Well, like let me let you two talk it over. It's a long time ago. It's a long, long time ago. Okay, Baylor. No, I don't even know why I'm even explaining this. You guys don't even deserve to know this. <laughs> Who's you guys? You know what? You're you talking I, like it's 50 years ago. They had RG3, and then a couple years ago, Matt Rule. And before history. Matt Rule, before Matt Rule, before RG3, the last time Baylor was good was in like the 50s. Okay, but all right, sure. I'm serious. I'm serious about this game. Oregon visits Utah. Can't Oregon defeat Utah, Joe? Well, listen, I'm sure their record in Utah is not great, you know, because winning on the road is hard to do, and most of the time they don't have good teams. When Oregon's good, they can go to Utah and beat Utah. That's what's going to happen this time. Not so fast there, Joe. Not so fast. This Utah team has been completely different since Cameron Rising has taken over at QB. 
You had those two bad losses at the beginning, BYU, uh, San Diego State. Hey, both in the top 25 right now. Just saying that. And then that scumbag Charlie Brewer from Baylor said, hey, I'm just going to quit on the team. And then Cameron Rising has taken over, and this team's – they struggled against Oregon State. Okay, so what? They're coming. Rice-Eccles Stadium's going to be popping in Salt Lake, and they are going to shove their U foots in those quack holes of Oregon and get them out of the college football playoff. Because, like I said earlier, a Pac-12 team is not going to the college football playoff until Utah gets their turn. Fair enough. Utah's favorite by three points in this game. Um, the money line is high uh, for Oregon. They're at a plus 140. So as an indicator. But I've been I've been saying it for a while now. Utah will beat Oregon. And I, I, I believe if, if it's not this game, they're going to lose to Oregon State. We talked about that a couple years ago. I don't trust Oregon. And this is the game where it's Oregon's going to fall. Well, That's going to open up the, the door Beavers, for Cincinnati. So. so Utah wins. Or Arizona State at Oregon State. Oh, I just said it. I like the Beavers. I didn't even know we were doing this game next. <laughs> oh. No. Um, yeah, Oregon State's been impressive, I guess. But I, I like Arizona State. That defense is really good. Uh, I think they get they get a Herm and Antonio Pierce get a big win on the road. Uh, give me the Sun Devils. All right, I got the Sun Devils as well. Uh, it's it's a pick 'em game for me. Uh, they're not ranked in the top twenty five, so I'm definitely picking Arizona State. <laughs> Just remember this name. Just remember the name Trayvon Bradford, because when this game's over, you guys are gonna hate that dude. Trust me. Okay. Oh, okay. Trayvon Bradford, write it down. All right. I'm good. I love a big game against Oregon, but not against Arizona State. All right, lastly, Arkansas at Alabama, one of the games in which the top 25 decided to put them in the bottom half of the top 25 just because, you know, got to improve that resume with Alabama. I'm not going to waste no time on this one. Alabama wins. Well... I mean, let's be honest. The SEC is not Doug, that good. It's Bama. <laughs> uh, I will say, I will say, if Sam Pitt, Sam Pittman, if he can get him fired up and he can get him, I think Arkansas can come out and punch Alabama in the face early. But I feel like, uh, but but Nick Saban's just too good. They'll adjust. Alabama will get the win here. Right, that's a unanimous vote. I like this. It's you two versus me on this one. I like it. I like it. Um, and again, anything can happen in any given week. But this season alone, okay, this season, approximately at least now, the ratio went up. At least six to seven teams in the top 25 lose each week. Yeah, well, so, when you're putting bad teams in the top 25, they're probably going to lose. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. And I, I couldn't agree with you more, man. I couldn't agree. But there's only one solid team in 2021. Cincinnati. <laughs> Let's go Bulldogs. That's all I'm going to say. But, hey, that wraps up our show. 
uh, all four downs. Those are our. Wait, picks. why are we? Let we're not going to talk about the Georgia game because I want to <laughs> talk about how much I like Charleston Southern. Let me tell you a little bit about the Buccaneers. Yep, we're going to definitely talk about them. <laughs> And again, this concludes our show, but we do have a final whistle, and we can't leave the show without that final whistle. So, Joe, if you could please come back and let us know how you really feel. Well, I appreciate that. And by the way, <laughs> if if I could just point out Charleston Southern coming off a pretty big win over Gardner-Webb, which is another very fine program. Look, it has been Who a crazy... Is that? Gardner Webb put some respect on their name. That's the that's the team that that's the team they just tooled up on before their big matchup with Georgia. All right, look, been a crazy year. You know all about the upsets. We've seen a ton of them. Ovi was just talking about it. I bet you will see another one this weekend. Uh, Alabama lost the game. That's what a nutty season this has been. But we're very thankful. We're thankful for our college football. You know, unless you're not in a Power Five conference. But here's some things that you can be thankful for uh, this Thanksgiving day as you're sitting around the table. Personally, I'm thankful that Stetton Bennett uh, wasn't the problem last season after all. Uh, Apparently, the Bulldog fans are full of, well, bull. I'm also thankful that that defense is for real. Uh, It's going to be a real problem if and when they do meet Alabama. So let's see how that turns out. I'm thankful that Michigan and Oklahoma – Always find a way to lose a big game. I'm thankful Cincinnati's undefeated. And they're going to finish their season that way. And I'm I'm very thankful that Notre Dame's final two opponents are both three and seven. Because if they don't blow the doors off of Georgia Tech and Stanford, well, they're going to have a really hard time putting those, uh, those Irish in front of the Bearcats. I'm thankful Coastal Carolina lost and dropped out of the top 25. I really am. Reason being... I'm glad we could just focus on that one mid-major that might actually be able to win a playoff game. I'm thankful for Purdue. I'm thankful for the fact Dan Mullen probably has one more season at Florida. And I'm thankful that Mac Jones is finally being recognized as the great quarterback that he is. And we'll thankful for, we're thankful for you for your support. We wish you and your family a very happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the food. Enjoy the football. We'll catch you back here next week to break it all down. We're proud to be part of the CMG Sports Podcast Network. Visit CloverCrestMedia.com for more great sports podcasts. For Obi Muniz and Jace Garcia, I'm Joe McGuire. We'll catch you next Thursday night at 8 o'clock for all four downs. 